It's 1.25 a.m. on the East Coast, and I got to get this out. My name is Devin Holson. I got a lot to say in a little bit of time. I really do have a little bit of time. I'm pretty damn tired. I just want to briefly talk about the Chiefs and Bills game. 38-20, Chiefs did a number on the, excuse me, the Bills did a number on the Chiefs today in Arrowhead Stadium, which I don't think it's called Arrowhead Stadium anymore. I thought I saw some other, some other title on that, on the front of it. Anyway, there's a play in particular. I don't want to ramble on about this because I, w- I would like to talk, I would like to talk in more detail about these games, but this is play that happened if, for those who are watching, for those who stuck in there after that long lightning delay during halftime. Unbelievable. Over an hour and an hour and change. I forgot exactly how long, but an over an hour. So crazy weather out there. And, of course, for everyone's safety, they had to stop the game and just wait it out. And, uh, wow. Hey, welcome to the city. I don't know why somebody would drive a car that has a muffler that sounds like that. It should probably be pounded. So at 3rd and 17, after the after there was a penalty on uh, on the Bills for offensive holding, Buffalo was at their own 8-yard line. It's 31-20. It's early in the 4th quarter. I think it's 11-50 in the 4th quarter. The Chiefs just scored on their previous drive, making it 31-20. And on 3rd and 17, Josh Allen heaves a ball down the field and gets picked off. And on that play, Frank Clark gets called for roughing the passer. And I went bananas at that play. I this is and at that moment I thought this is exactly why and I was explaining to the people I was with, my family, partially, and I'm thinking I'm I'm telling them this is exactly what's the deal. This is exactly why football is so frustrating to me. Because you're sitting there, you're enjoying the game, this and that. But these guys in these refer in these zebra outfits always gotta exert their opinion, their their will on the game somehow. When to me, to me that the fact that they can alter the game off these decisions, it just completely it just can it continuously adds fuel to the fire of why this the people say the conspiracy that this game is rigged. It adds to that this game is freaking rigged. On third and seventeen, and you bail out the Bills, you bail out Josh Allen, you bail them out. On a on a rough in the passer on Frank Clark, where it looks like he could not do anything else but what he did, I like. There's an argument that you can say there's there's a five percent chance that that ball that he drove him into the ground. Maybe not even like a five percent, but every play. What else is the guy supposed to do? He's there to get to the quarterback. He got to the quarterback. He knocked him to the ground. He was getting blocked from his side. If anything, there was momentum leading him into Josh Allen. So he just completed the play. It wasn't even three seconds after the play. It was directly after he threw the ball, maybe a second. It just continued. The play continued on. And bang, they're both. They're all three of them on the ground. All three of them are on the ground. Two Bills, one Chief, and they call rough in the passer. And then the Bills score a touchdown to make it 38-20. And they're celebrating like hell. Come on. I'm tired. I'm tired of this. Like, it's so frustrating. Why don't these referees... Why don't... Like, and, it, and, of course, the broadcast is going to, you know, 
be partial and give their opinion and be like, you know what, that really wasn't. I don't know what, like, you know, that I don't see it. I definitely didn't see rough in the past when I play. They would say that, of course. But there's nothing you can do once it happens. You can't challenge that. So by them saying that, yeah, okay, it makes you feel like, all right, somebody else is with me. It's nice to know these guys are with me, but there's nothing you can do. Are they in on it too? I mean, there's not like a script to this, is there? That would be real bugged out. Who knows? But that drove me nuts. I'm, it's just time and time again, especially just pay attention. It's always on third down. It's always on third down. It's always on a play that's a interception, reverse. Uh, you know, it's always on a play on a big game. They bring it back or it's a pick. They want to take that back. It's always on third down. It's always on a, on a nationally televised game. Although, on the non-nationally televised games, things like that happen too. It just drives me nuts. It drives me absolutely bananas. So then that changed the course of the game. It became 38-20 at that point, And then, come on. You know, the Bills were, were then able to knock off so much time off the clock. And by the time the, by the, time the, the Chiefs got it, it was five minutes and like 50 seconds left on the in the fourth quarter and at that point you're down 18 you're down three scores so come on that just, just that that really got me really really heated and even though I don't mind a fan of either team I'm a fan of the game but those those type of plays kill me uh not saying that they that would have led to the Chiefs winning because in my my estimation it probably would have been like a all right, if the Chiefs get the ball after they just scored in their previous drive to make it 31-20, just to say they continue, they hold uphold that pick or that pick, there's no flag on the play, it then becomes 31-27. And then after it becomes 31-27, the, Chiefs, the Bills get the ball back. I can see them going quick because usually that's what happens. Team gets a little hot offensively, and after that turnover, when the Bills get it back, maybe they go, maybe they have a, 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 a not a three and out, but... The Chiefs have a defensive stop, and they get the ball back. Maybe they kick a field goal. Maybe they get a touchdown, and then maybe the Bills come back. But either way, you know, that back and forth happens. Who knows what will happen, but that's sometimes what happens. But still, it, it would have been – the game would have still been more competitive, and then to make it 38-20, it's just, it just – it's just – those who know, they know. Those who know what I'm talking about, they know what I mean. Those who are following, they know what I mean. So those who watch, they know what I mean. It's just it just really frustrated me. Nobody gets ever in trouble. The referee's never gonna trouble for that. Nobody loses a job over that. I remember one time not too long ago, there was this referee who lost his job. The game was like fifty one, it was a blowout. The Chargers beat the crap out. It was like three, four years ago. The Chargers beat up the Browns in Cleveland. And it was like 51, I don't know, this is a crazy score, 51 to 20 or something. And a referee lost his job because he called a false start or he mis- he, he, he misjudged the call in a blowout game and he lost his job. It drove, I, I, I don't understand. But then these guys... In the in the in the prime time matchup when everyone's watching, everyone can see such blatant miss. You 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 alter the game by that call, or at least you put it more out of favor or more more in, in Bill's favor. It's just it's unfortunate that people don't get in trouble for these type of things. You should you can't get suspended. You can't get a little. I mean, I don't want people to lose their jobs. I don't want people to lose money. But sometimes you gotta have consequences for blatant calls, blatant missteps. As they already penalized somebody before. 
in year in the years ago, not too long ago. So I don't know. That just bug. That just really pissed me off. And just to move on, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk more about this next time I get the opportunity. Maybe be, uh, shortly before the Chiefs game, the next game, or maybe in the middle of the week. I've just been doing a lot of hockey research, trying to get out all my stuff before the season begins. Because in my my theory is it's very important to timestamp what you say. And timestamp is pretty evident. It's pretty obvious. And what it means is that self-explanatory is that I would like to write about something before it happens. Because then that's where you build your credibility. If you tell me something or that you thought might happen after it already happened, what does that mean to me or what does that mean to anybody? It's not as credible as a statement as it would be if it told me before it happened. Come on, it's pretty cut and dry. So I'm trying to get all my, I would like to get my hockey information out there. I did tons of research on every team about the player movements, this and that, the other thing. But we're not, so that's just taking up a lot of my time. So I'm going to try my best to get that out, whether it be in this form and then get back to the, and then get to the writing a little after that. So at least I have this down. But when we're, we're, that's being the logistics of that is being worked out. But before I end this, I just want to say this as far as the Chiefs are concerned. And now two and three. Can we say that I think it's time? I'm not going to say that, you know, everyone say oh, has the league caught up to Mahomes and, and the Chiefs offense. Because obviously, you know, two and three so early in the season is just not what has what is not the streak or not the uh, record that Mahomes usually puts forth early in the season like this. It's it's not the winning percentage they used to five games into the year. Uh, but I will, <coughs> excuse me. But I will say, I think it's time that the Chiefs hear me out. I think it's time they revamp their offense. I think they're trying to be a little too dynamic. I think it's time that they simplify their game. I think it's time that they become a little bit more balanced. I think it's time they use their strengths. Or what are their strengths? Well, let's just say they upgraded offensive line for a reason, right? They wanted to protect Mahomes. That's very important. Because last year in the Super Bowl, they he was running for his life. Okay. We know the Bucks D-line is really good, but they were in trouble offensively on an offensive line heading into that game. So they reinforced their offensive line. They're ready to play this season. They got, you know, pro bowlers along it. Great. Mahomes is throwing the ball 54. In this game today, he threw the ball 54 times. They ran the ball 23 times. Mahomes led the the cat had eight carries for 61 yards. The next highest rusher was Darrell Williams of five for 27. And the starting running back, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, had seven carries for 13 yards before he got hurt. And that last run, he looked good too. But it could have been a catch. Could have been a run either way. The ball was in his hands, and he looked good doing it, but then he got hurt. So what I'm getting at is why don't the Chiefs become more of a simpler, balanced attack? They obviously have talent all over the field. Why not simplify it and just use your dynamic ability or play calling in more like random spurts? Why not put out their two tight ends? Keep it. What I'm getting at is I'm not – listen, I'm not a – brilliant football mind I've used this before I am not a uh, the savvy football coach I don't coach football Uh, I didn't play football on a professional level but I've been watching this game for a while and I've been watching sports for a while and when I see as a team in the Chiefs that they need to simplify things 
You have the protection up front. You have the playmakers to throw to. You have the guys who can carry the ball. Why are nine, no, ten different receivers caught a ball today? Or ten different players in the Chiefs caught a ball today? It's time for the Chiefs to go out there, put out the fullback, get the get going eye formation, maybe go a little stronger weak formation, get two tight ends up there, get your five, obviously your five down linemen, get your two tight ends, get just hold up and have your Tyreek Hill and your Josh Gordon. Go those two guys, get your two tight ends, get your blockers, right? Five, two, that's seven, seven and two is nine. Get your... Well, quarterback, and that's 10, okay. And get your running back. Or maybe you can't fit your two. Either way, get a fullback out there. Get your two tight ends. Whatever you got to do, what I'm getting at is run the football. Have a more balanced attack. Lessen, put less pass catchers out there and make your offense more of a dual threat offense. Confuse, your, confuse the defense more with a simpler approach. You have the personnel to do it. You have Mahomes. You have the line. You have the pass catchers. Everything I just said, you have. I think it's time they simplify their approach. Uh, that's that's just what it is. I'll see what I can, you know, uh, be more clear. But I think I don't know how much clear I can be. I want to talk more about this going forward. Maybe I can get somebody on with me uh, and see what they think. Get some football, a, a high-level football miners like to say. Get somebody who, who totally understands the game and formations a little bit more than I do and see what they think. But I think it's time for the Chiefs to simplify things. you got the personnel to do it. You should not have 10 different receivers catching the ball. Stop trying to be so dynamic. 54 pass attempts I get. I get it. They were down. They got to throw. But the Chiefs have to commit to a running game. And I think overall then, then their game will get better. Hilaire and Darrell Williams, they can do it. You drafted Hilaire for a reason. Didn't, did you not? You know what he can do. Darrell Williams is a tough runner. He can run. Commit to the run and work off the run. They need to do that, I think, for the Chiefs to be a better team or to be a more effective offense because it always seems like everything's improv. It always seems like everything is just like reinventing the wheel when they have all the things, all the pieces, just keep it simple and work off a very simple effective a simple uh an effective simple approach to the does that make any sense to people so we'll get more on that it's now 1 40 in the morning and i think it's time to shut this down we're gonna attack this we'll get more more at this later on you guys have a good night and let me know what you think if you ever hear this thing who knows who hears it either way i'm not complaining i'm just saying